What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered. It's number 435 here on Thursday, February 16th. Let's start the show today with a little bit of breaking news this afternoon. John Fetterman back in the hospital. This time... Gonorrhea? <laughs> God. <laughs> this time... <laughs> For a, quote, severe bout of depression. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you're, you know, you're in a job that you don't like. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> or you, know, you don't know what's going on. Or, well, you know, you know I, you I hear too people, am... You know, you hear people, you know, when they talk to you, it sounds like wah, 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 <laughs> wah, wah, You know, I, I would be depressed, too, if I heard that, on you know, for hours on end. Yeah. Well, I, too, am depressed, but about the Philadelphia Eagles, so. Yeah. Um, I was making jokes all afternoon about oh. that. <laughs> Storm, um, where's the email? I listen. I'm depressed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should do um, that the rest of the month. Yeah, right. Just totally call out. Why didn't you file that report? Ugh, the Eagles lost. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you know, we'll see what happens there. But I think yeah. that obviously, in the end, his money grubbing, gold digging. Uh, wife yeah. will end up with the yeah. Senate job. Which I mean, we the, predicted. I mean, the, and the Rolling <laughs> Rolling Stone magazine like spilled the beans. When yeah, they, you remember when, that? Yeah, she's the de facto candidate now. Remember that? That's that's what they called her. So, yeah. and they have a Democrat governor. So it all it takes is for him to just sign that I can't do this f- job anymore. You know, resignation letter, which and then, she might forge. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> where's the law? The best was when the guy on Twitter <laughs> said, "Keep her away from the plug on the, the plug, ventilator." Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then all it takes is for that uh, the governor to uh, appoint her, and we're done. Yep. It actually is a little sad. Uh, well... He's yeah. being abused. He has mm-hmm. no idea what the hell's going on. Yeah. It's like Joe Biden. It's with elder abuse. Damn. Yeah, no. I mean, we're all both. destroying the country, so... That's also true. Um, learning a little more about the balloon business that's been going on here. <laughs> um, you wrote about this, right? Yeah. Which one? How long we tracked the Chinese Oh, yeah, for nearly a week. And we mm-hmm. tracked it when it was launched from its uh, base on uh, Hanan Island. Mm-hmm. Yep. In the South China Sea, so yeah. uh, initial ports were Central China. Um, well, we talked yesterday about the uh, Russian aircraft entering the yeah. uh, air defense zone. We had zone. another incident today, I heard. Uh, there, yeah, I heard that as well. Yeah. Um, and But now the bigger question becomes, what exactly was shot down by all these missiles? Yeah, I don't yeah. Um, Of course, uh, Karine Gray-Poupon was <laughs> asked about this. Take a listen. If, if it turns out, as it looks like, that the, that, that the president um, and, and Mr. Trudeau sent Top Gun fighters to blow weather balloons out of the sky, is the, does, the, does the president regret that and is he embarrassed by that? I'm not going to get ahead of, what, um, of any final decision. We just don't know yet. We actually just don't know. And now, yeah. we find out today mm-hmm. when Biden spoke... Which was a total disaster, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, saw part, I, I saw parts of it, yeah. We find out today, well, you know, they might actually have been either weather balloons or science projects. What does that mean? Here's the latest thing. Okay, I have to actually look this up because yeah. it's so unbelievable. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's called the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade. Okay? And it's a hobby club. It's these pro... Science ballooning enthusiasts, which I've never. Oh, heard of. okay. So, but I mean, I, it's like a science club. Sometimes they fire rockets. Uh, these, these clubs. Yeah, and apparently 
the descriptions of all the identified uh, unidentified objects shot down <laughs> match these balloons. Uh, and so it sounds like we shot couple million dollars worth of missiles at a science pro- at oh. science projects which cost a hundred eighty dollars each oh. so that's great um <clears throat> you know i i think that this whole incident outlines just what a total disaster this administration is they don't yeah. know what the going on uh, frankly we're lucky well what if this was like a dirty bomb or something on a balloon or something yeah well that's my concern is right that, like this gave away the fact that we just have no idea what's going on over our airspace at this point and the fact that they couldn't identify these things before shooting them down i'm like what yeah what is going on now it's we know it's from china but we're just gonna let it waltz into u.s airspace to now let's just blow everything uh in sight out of the sky yeah, yeah. No, nobody knows. Uh, nobody knows. I love how he was like, we tweaked our radar uh, capabilities today, Biden. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. we, we tweaked that and we reinforced, uh, you know, all the systems only to find out that it's a science experiment. <laughs> it's it's uh. so bad. And <laughs> Biden had his, quote, physical today, where basically they released the pre-written statement about how great health he is. He's a vivacious 80-year-old, yeah, which means he's yeah, half dead. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, we already knew that. Yep. I mean, oh, Didn't they like delay a little bit releasing those records? Well, you know, they had to make sure they all got their story yeah, straight exactly. before they put that's it out true. there. Yeah. Um, that's, what, that's what I was alluding to, yeah. Uh, what else <laughs> is going on here? The economy, total disaster, we know that. But the CBO, which traditionally has, you know not exactly been the most conservative outlet, they say quite a few things today in the report. The federal deficit is well over a trillion, close to a trillion and a half. The debt situation is totally out of control, they said, and that the U.S. government must, must change their fiscal policy in order to stabilize the country. And... For them to say that is pretty shocking. Yeah. Um, one other tidbit in there which underlines a fact of the economy, which I've been arguing for a long time now, that they say, yeah, you know, inflation may begin to ease in, you know, late 2023 as a result of the aggressive rate hikes, which haven't been aggressive enough. But uh, they say it won't be until 2027 that we could potentially hope to hit the goal of the 2% inflation. Oh, Great. So, Great. I mean, we're talking about 3 to 5% inflation for the next four years, which all of you can do the math on no. that. Um, so that's going to be really, really just great. Fantastic. Um, also, the PPI came out up big, up big, 0.7%. The estimates were only 0.4%, so that's mm. essentially a 75% overestimate. It's really bad. Really bad. Yeah, okay, and so by April, it's going to be heinous, mm-hmm. heinous. I mean, you know... I mean, it's going to be bad. It already is bad, but it's going to even be even worse. Excuse me. It's well, it's just going to... You know, they're going to say inflation is coming down because it may drop on a year-over-year basis. Oh, you know, 0.1% from like 6 to 5.9. Oh. I'm like, but 
that's trailing, right? Yeah. And also, one thing that's left out is they just changed the way that it's calculated, by the way. Mm. Before, it used to be an aggregate of the previous two years. Now, it's just an aggregate of the previous year. So that way, they can get all the old price data from two years ago off the books. So that way, they can fudge the numbers, essentially. Great. You know, it's the same Chinese way the government math. does yeah. it all the time. Um, and so now, we also find out that Biden is selling more oil from the strategic reserve, even though they said they were going to stop. Ah. Oh which I'm not quite sure why. Um, It's now the smallest amount since November of 1983. And essentially, we only have... Normally, we'd like to have a 90-day supply in the SPR is what it was before. We're now below a 30-day supply. Great. Um, And that's really great with the tensions globally, just the geopolitical disaster that we're walking into. It could be World War III soon enough. And we don't have any reserve because Biden drained it to save, you know, 10 to 20 cents a gallon. Yeah. Great. It's really great. Great. <clears throat> we got another train derailment today oh. uh, west of Detroit. But apparently that one's okay. It's the third train to derail this week and the fourth this month. The one earlier this month is the one, though, that is quite the problem at this point. Um, Did you see the... Uh there's images of the water. Well, I was going to talk about yeah. the videos. The videos of the So J.D. Vance yeah. went uh, to the site of the disaster today, and he went down to the creek, and they're like, look, it's totally fine, mm. right? And he's like, hmm. So he did a little more investigating himself and on video, and he takes a stick and disturbs the floor of the creek bed, right? Right? Yeah. And what do you know? The oils and chemicals just float up to the surface. The water becomes a rainbow. You can clearly see that it's extremely contaminated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Extremely contaminated. Um, Then there's another video of someone tossing a big boulder into a creek, right? Because the creek is really murky. But when the boulder hits the bottom, the amount of stuff that comes up, I mean, the contamination there is severe. Um, And as you mentioned on Tuesday, what if it gets to the watershed? Well, it's definitely in the water. Okay. It's definitely in the water. All right, well, then we're... There's no doubt about that. got problems. Also, the plume that went up over the top of Ohio, Pennsylvania, and into New York, and into Canada as well, it's pretty much settled at this point. So the air itself is is okay. I wouldn't say great, but okay. Uh, But all the people that were having health problems that were being told they were just imagining it... Very clearly, that was a lie. Yeah. Uh, It was a total lie. All the people that were having severe headaches, weird, you know, tastes in their mouth, like all that stuff, that was definitely happening. And coincidentally enough, the weather forecasting maps you can look at to see that kind of stuff in the air were all shut down. Ah. Yeah. No cover up there. Ah. And this has become, I think, both... uh, uh, really a nonpartisan thing because you have Democrats and Republicans in Ohio that represent Ohio being like, what the f***? Yeah. Sherrod Brown was down there earlier today, or however you say his name. I, never, <laughs> I always get that wrong. Is it Sherrod or Sherrod? I think it's Sherrod. Whatever. Who cares? It's a dumb name. <laughs> um, he, he went down there in a mask, of course, you know, and not a, like a respirator mask, like a Cloth hazmat mask. Oh, no, 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 like a COVID a, mask. I'm COVID like, that's mask. not going to do anything for you. Oh. We already know that. <laughs> um, he went down there and he's given this interview and he gets asked, if you lived here, would you drink the water? 
And he goes, I can't answer that. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that doesn't instill yeah, any confidence. Exactly, yeah. You know, you don't you don't give a short answer like that. If, if you're not going to say an answer, which, I mean, I get, you know, because he's not going to say yes, because nobody's going to say yes at this point. I would say, continue to listen to the local authorities, you know, drink bottled water, this and that. Like, you, you, it's just like the all of these government officials in charge of this operation have totally f***ed it up. Yeah. The EPA is a disaster. J.D. Vance challenged the EPA administrator to drink the water. He's like, mm. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that. Um, but Buttigieg, where the f*** he? He's on paternity leave again. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> but he was talking about how there's too many white construction workers, and yeah, that's a real problem. Um, but I don't, I don't know that he's visited the site of this. He hasn't. But... Right, he hasn't. No, right? there's been no real federal. You well, know, the EPA is there now, thank God. Yeah, you know, but I'm just, just saying. <laughs> I mean, that's nobody from this. This you know, it's just it's. Frankly, it's I think FEMA it. should be there. I mean, like I don't understand what's going on here. Um, also, the fact that this happened, I think what, twelve days ago now, maybe longer. Yeah. So where is everybody? Yeah, that's going to be a situation. I think that whole area is pretty much. Also, I, I don't understand how, like, Biden has just said nothing on this. Yeah. Can you imagine if Trump was in office? Oh, my God. Why, why is he quiet? Why are you letting all these people yeah. die from this toxic well, tragedy? It's because where this happened, it's like Trump country. Well, yeah, that 70% too, sure. of, the, of its residents voted for Donald Trump. So sure. it's, it's, they're probably, they're probably uh, enjoying this. I'm sure it also has nothing to do with the fact that Norfolk Southern, the rail company that operated this train, uh, is owned 90% by all of the major hedge funds ah. that then told the mainstream media, don't say a word about this. Yeah. Because until local reporters and, like, you know, uh, more independent media like us started covering it, nobody was talking yeah. about it. Yeah. Nobody was talking about it for days. It was like a week and nobody was talking about it. So, um... What else do we got going on here? It's not, you know, <laughs> none of it's good. So, um, the investigation by the WHO into the origin of COVID. Oh, it, it's over. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, not, it's not so not on its own. Doing. Not completed. It was shut it down. Stopped. Like like the X Files. Yeah. It got yeah. shut down. Yeah. It was getting close to the truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we we knew that was going to happen. Yeah. I think that we're going to get a report. I mean, we already did get re multiple reports that said. It came out of a lab. Came out of a China. lab, and we knew that. Yeah, because um, of Randy Pengeline. It was. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, now we also know that N95 masks don't work. Yeah, why don't, don't, work. You, why don't you talk about that? Well, again, I mean, it's it's what we've discussed before. Like, you know, it's it's part of the the nuanced debate about this. It's yeah, masking works, but that only if every American got. A custom fitted mask because yeah. everybody's different. Case in point, you can't put N95s on on children because their their faces are too small. Mm -hmm. So basically, it talked about how in terms of leakage, if like if it's not worn properly, it's one hundred percent ineffective, which was mm -hmm. like all the time. So it's like, what are we doing here? So yeah. Um, I included it. I, I included the study, the Brownstone Institute study, in there. There's a lot of science, and mm -hmm. it's very it gets into the weeds of math, and, yeah, <laughs> and, and emissions and stuff like that. But basically, it says I think uh, even if it's like three point two percent off in terms of improper fit, which 
I don't know how they calculated that, but let's just say if you're not wearing it properly and all of yeah, this it's work, useless. It's useless. <clears throat> it's useless. Absolutely useless. Yes. We've been so, saying that. We've been saying it. Um, yeah. What else? I mean, the vaccine thing is out of control now at this point. I mean, you know, not to borrow a phrase from you, but people are dropping dead. <laughs> yeah, they are. I mean, everywhere, <laughs> right? Isn't that usually what yeah, you said? Oh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's where's the lie? People are di- dropping dead everywhere. Isn't, like, heart attacks among 18 to 45-year-olds up, like, 30%? Yeah, I was just about to say, I read and it, today. And it, and it only happened... Two years ago, I read that today. Yeah, it was thirty yeah. percent. Um, which is somebody. A lot. Somebody commented, "It's the eggs." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. think that there's going to be a, you know, long running issue. But like, there's there's nothing we can do. No, I know. I mean, if we find hard evidence that the vaccine is causing people to drop dead from you know heart episodes, yeah. they have that. They have that immunity, and we're not even going to get all the data for what ninety nine years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what I love is they always attack the gun industry for having some level of legal immunity. I'm like, well, you, well everyone all gave it yeah, to the COVID. Yeah, big pharma. Too. Big pharma is able to kill yeah. people, literally. Well, you know, I, I mean, with no testing. I'm not saying with that they're doing it on purpose, but no, they're not. <laughs> but maybe they could be. Well, I don't know. No, Listen, would you kill some people for billions of dollars on a vaccine that well, everyone sure. has? To- I mean, Are you kidding me? I'll kill people wholesale if that was the case. Well, you know what I love now? I'm not saying I'm encouraging anybody to get vaccinated at this point, but <laughs> I love that Moderna, right, for example, yeah. we paid, essentially, for the vaccine to be developed. Yeah. They got billions, billions. from the U.S. government. And they got billions more when it got rolled right? out. And then we paid them yep. for each dose, right? Yep. And now they're like, well, you know what? We're actually going to make the price of it $135 a dose. And I'm like, well, okay, nobody's yeah. going to get it at that price. Yeah. But just the principle of that, yeah. you know, I get charging other whole countries that kind of money for that. <laughs> we paid yeah. for the drug to we be developed. We should get it for free. Right, right. It should be unlimited lifetime supply. Not that I want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it should be there. Yeah. Talk about a pump and dump. Yeah, it's exactly. Bo- it's boiling. Yeah. It's, it's wabistics. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just f- you, uh, Sopranos fans out there. But it's it's, bull- Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what else do we got here? All right, some Second Amendment stuff since we brought up guns. Uh, the Michigan State University shooting. Uh, the shooter, Anthony McRae, shot and killed three students at the university. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm actually a little shocked it's still in the news right now. Well, you know, the other night I was sitting shocked. there. We, we had just recorded Triggered, and I was sitting there making dinner. I was like, ah, oh, we forgot to talk about the Michigan State shooting. Yeah. And I think I said to you something along the lines of, uh, it's all right. It's going to be out of the news in less than 24 hours because the shooter was black yeah. and he didn't use an AR-15. Yeah, yeah. And for the most part, it is. It is. Out of the they're, press. they're talking about the victims and their and the right because uh, there's still and, some people because they're very young yeah. and you know yeah. I I understand that but uh-huh. you're right in terms of the shooting, the gun, the mm-hmm. suspect, the was this a MAGA Republican, this that and the other, you know that. It, it oh is, well, believe it's, me, it's, it's no longer that about. It. It's now basically like a, a prolonged memorial service. It'd be the only thing you're hearing about if yeah. the shooter was white and the gun was an AR. Oh yeah, that's, and that's you easy. had a red hat. That's easy. But the more interesting thing behind this, so of course they're pushing the assault weapons ban, which they don't know what an assault weapon is, yeah. nor would it have prevented this tragedy. But what would have prevented this tragedy? Yep, is. If the George Soros-backed DA, the soft-on-crime prosecutor, hadn't let this shooter off the hook 
three years earlier in 2019 for a firearms charge. Yep. He was, uh, I think... Uh, Illegally carrying illegal, concealed. Concealed yeah. carry without yeah. a permit. Yeah. But she didn't want to charge it because of the racial inequities regarding yeah. gun crime. So yeah. they allowed it to be pled down to a misdemeanor, yeah. which would have prevented this guy from getting another gun. But whatever. Yeah. Well, he probably would have been in jail. He probably would have been. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure he would have been in jail. Um, and then they had then they released some cockamamie statement about how like well it wasn't a slam dunk guarantee that we would get him in that's not the point you you you, you charge the guy yeah well you know especially on gun crime like if it's like you know stealing like a, a thing of spaghetti sauce like I, I I get it you know like shoplifting or any sort of petty crime I get that you know yeah. but this is f- guns you know all these DAs go to the hilt with that stuff if he well, was white he probably would have gone to jail. Yeah, exactly. Not to play that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean yeah, I mean, this yeah. is the game we're playing here now. I mean, yeah. we didn't. We, we we don't want to play the game, but it's the one that they're forcing down our throats. So, <sighs> mm-hmm. and of course, very convenient that she like retired like what like two years ago. Yes. Yep. So, did you see the uh, one of the top Russian uh, war people died suspiciously again? Um. In Ukraine? Or no, no, no. Or just... In Russia. Oh, in Russia? Yeah, it's one of the people in Moscow, yeah. Did he? Oh. They fell oh, they... off the top of the building again. <laughs> I'm sorry. Which is like the third... <laughs> it's the third... It's the third death that follows this exact pattern yeah. of basically Putin's killing these people yeah. from what, what so I've seen. So, in Russia, everybody's falling off the yeah. roofs. Yeah, So, everywhere. Yeah. Dropping yep. dead, falling off the roofs. It's yep. kind of like, what's that? Analyze that. Oh, yeah. My witness. Uh, I got released because, you know, the witness didn't show up. What happened to him? Well, he stabbed himself in the back nine times yeah, and threw exactly. himself over a bridge. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah, next week. That's not Big, good. big week. Geopolitically, globally. Uh, we have the uh, Bidens going to Poland, which should be a f- show. Ugh. We have... Uh, uh, Putin giving his speech, which is supposed to, I believe, be on either 21st or 22nd, while Biden's in Poland. <laughs> right? Um, uh. Yeah, great. And then it's uh, assumed that there's going to be a significant escalation in the war. And it sounds like Vlad's not going to restrain himself this time. The thing, and here's okay. Obviously, he's gonna come out like hardcore, like full flamethrower. But who does he have left to like run this war? Um, All of his top generals have been picked off. Like there is no officer corps anymore. Yeah, well, that's like one thing that's like not being discussed. <clears throat> like they have okay, fine. They have all these soldiers. It means absolutely. If there's nobody who can lead them, that's true to an extent. But I also think that they really didn't have one to begin with. Remember, we talked well, about this previously. Fig- yeah, it was a little fugazi, yeah. The Russian officer corps was made up of, like, inexperienced people. And whoever um, kissed Putin's ass the most got, <clears throat> got right, pumped up the right. ranks. And they had I, to drag that big guy off the couch. Remember he retired? What yeah, happened to him? Did I he think die? he died. I think oh. he died. Um, but what I'm most interested in is it sounds like he's kind of re-shook up the war machine and yeah. put new people into positions Getting rid of the people yeah. here, like this yeah. woman who yeah. decided to jump off the building. <laughs> um, so it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see. I, I think that uh, it's going to be... I mean, this is it. It's either going to be victory or or he's going to get bogged down in the mud even more. 
Yeah, but also because some of these videos, man, I'm just seeing like they're, they're like these tank, these Russian tanks are 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 they they're knowingly driving over minefields and getting blown the up. Yes, you know, do you see that? I mean, but, so, uh, Dr. Gorka posted has been posting videos about that. I'm but saying, I oh will say that the Ukrainian propaganda is amplified to a significant extent because that's what the U.S. and the mainstream media wants everybody wants in the U.S. to see. Yeah. Because, so that way people don't question our trillion, you know, quarter trillion dollar investment well, we're, in we're, this war we're effort. We're Putin stooges if you question. Uh, well, yeah, the, and I'll the, question the, it all the, day. The, the, the Biden endless war doctrine, yeah. which is the good one, not the bad one, which was like in Afghanistan, where there, where there actually were terrorists there. Well, the yeah. irony is that now the Taliban is selling our military equipment to Russia. <laughs> so now you're going to have U.S. tanks battling U.S. tanks in the streets of Kiev uh, that's, that we paid for yeah. twice over. The Biden, the Biden dividend. There you go. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting geopolitically. The financial markets are on house of cards at this point. Today was, I think, the first in a long string of bad days. Not financial advice. Not financial advice. And I could be totally wrong. But because the markets lately have been on heroin. Oh, yeah. It's, it's some days it's up 600 and then but today no, it's, but it late, dropped 400. But today it went down. Yeah. But in the past few weeks, it's just been up, 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 yeah. up, up. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, what are you doing? Hey, listen. Because maybe. the economy is trash. I mean, every single metric that we've been tracking since the beginning here has gotten it's worse. Bad. It's bad. The percentage of people living paycheck to paycheck, the percentage of six-digit earners living paycheck to paycheck, which is particularly worrying yeah. because, yeah. you know, how are people with families, let alone yeah. single six-digit earners? Everybody, everybody's exhausted their savings. Credit card well, debt the savings is at its is, highest in 20 years. The savings is at a worse percentage than it was before the recession, yeah, the Great the, Recession. There you go. Credit card debt is the highest it's ever been, Yo. crossing the trillion-dollar threshold for the first time in history in this country. So when they say that the economy grew last quarter, sure, yeah. it grew because people are spending out their ass on these credit cards and emptying their savings. And, and on these credit cards, by the way, which are going to have high interest rates. Oh, ridiculous. So – and also uh, – the amount of delinquent credit uh, credit card payments is through the roof. Yeah. Delinquencies on car loans. Uh, foreclosures are starting to tick up. Uh-oh. So – But the market's doing well because the comp, the hosts on Power Lunch on CNBC said yeah. some good stuff. Uh, well, you know, Let me tell you something, man. There needs to be a study. As soon as they say one thing, the market goes up There's like a points. lot of manipulation in the market. It is ridiculous. There's a lot of manipulation. Yeah. I mean I know that we're not big on regulation here. Maybe CNBC needs to be <laughs> well, what those hosts <laughs> yeah, but they're also just talking to the public, yeah, right? Like, I'm kidding. I'm, <clears throat> I'm kidding. I think that, <laughs> I think that, the, but then, but there is there is a, a set of double standards that I don't like. Yeah, because a certain group of people in this country, <clears throat> members of Congress, <clears throat> get away with insider trading. Oh yeah, that, and Nancy Pelosi has made a cool what fifty million? More than that, they're worth a couple hundred million. Couple hundred now, million yeah. now, yeah. Um, because she gets the. Like two days before. But look at Burr. Look at what Burr did. Oh, if you or I did what Burr did, oh, we'd be in jail. we would be in jail for 25 yeah. to life. Yeah, we'd be in jail. Okay? We would totally be in jail. Instead, instead, he got to make all that money and then retire and ride off into the sunset 
no prosecution, yeah. no issues, not even a peep from the press. Yeah, well, he believes in term limits. That's why he lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll tell you, that guy can't stand Oh, he got him. away with murder. Yeah. That's basically the great train robbery in the, of the 21st oh, yeah. century. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> um, sell everything. Is that Quinn? No, it's not Quinn. I just, I just felt like I wanted to sell everything. <laughs> yeah. What else we got? Oh, Nikki Haley's running for president. She is. Nikki Fever is sweeping the nation. Can you not feel the momentum? Of her three quarters of a percent. Oh, I can't. Yeah, it went up. It went from half a percent <laughs> to three quarters of a percent. Oh, there we go. Um, and sure. I, I, you know, I uh, don't really like her at all. People know that. <clears throat> I think that she has uh, a very snaky aspect to her. Um, well, she doesn't know where she lands on, on, you know, which side of the river she wants to be on. Well, there's a few things she, she, that I she don't She tries like. to straddle, like, inside, you know, the, the middle lane and tries to, you know, bring... But I'm like, no, you got to pick a side here. Right, right, right. You know? And it's tragic because I think everything else, communication, her resume, being a governor, an executive, accomplishing much, you know, she has a resume to be president. It's just not the right time, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, I don't know that I really don't want her ever to be president. I think that... There's a few things that I don't like about her, and I'm trying to find the list because someone really put it together well. There was a few things. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not saying that she's part. I mean, there is plenty to criticize oh, her on. She defended Obama on immigration. <clears throat> oh, did not like yeah, that. That was, um, that was rather unfortunate. Yeah. I also don't like that she just outright said that she wouldn't run for president this year <laughs> if Trump was running. <laughs> she does, and then she's like. But, you know, actually, I'm just going to run. I don't – I also don't like – I know a lot of people were mad about the Confederate flag thing. I'm not as on top of that, but I don't – I'm not a huge fan of it. But she did buy into a lot of the racial bull with – there was – what was the one killing? Oh, Walter Scott? Yeah. Well, yeah. that well, I mean, that was like yeah, murder, though, but man. there's I but mean, there's a there's a <laughs> there's a way to approach that with like you know reasonableness, and then there is a leftist way of approaching. Yeah. it. And she was on the leftist side on that one. Um, I, I just not a fan, not a fan. You know, I I think that uh, she's really just running for vice president. Um, and our good friend the colonel. Kurt Schlichter has a great column yes, today. Yes, it is. Uh, called No to Nikki Harris. Ooh. And uh, she she basically is the Kamala Harris of the Republican Party because it's a doomed candidacy, but she's running for vice president, for vice president for either Trump or DeSantis, mm. you know? Yeah. Uh, it's the it's – the, and this line is exactly how I feel actually. It's exactly the kind of cynical, shameless move this cynical, shameless striver would make and that her Democrat doppelganger did make, referring to Kamala. Um, you know, she, he says, Nikki is Jeb, exclamation point, in a skirt, temperamentally establishment and soft, but much more ambitious and cunning than the human puffball who begged us to please clap. <laughs> puffball. <laughs> Vapid, overrated, unaccomplished despite her credentials, yeah, he. I mean, he's not wrong. And so, yes, that's how I feel about that. But the Nikki Fever, man, it's taken the country 
Um, I mean, she can't really think she could win, does yeah, she? Yeah, and also, it, it, the fa- you, you mentioned Nikki Fever. If I'm her, even though she only has a 3.5% chance of winning, right? If I'm her, you know the the narrative behind when the media gets really excited about somebody. It kills them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It killed Stacey Abrams. It killed Pete Buttigieg. It killed Beto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, you know what I love is uh, this morning... Killed Rubio. Like, every every person that the media says, you should be behind this person. It, it, it fails miserably. The Nikki Haley thing this morning caused an interesting moment on the CNN morning show hmm. where... Uh, why don't you just take a listen to this clip? This whole talk about AIDS makes me uncomfortable. I think that... I think it's the wrong road to go down. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What do you that's talk? Not acor- Wait. I, that's not according to me. Prime for what? I, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll if you look, if you Google when is a woman in her prime, it'll say 20s, 30s and 40s. I don't necessarily. 40s. Oh, I got another I'm not decade. saying I agree with that. So Don Lemon says Don Lamont? she's past her prime, which Ooh. caused a lot of Ooh. a lot of consternation. Um, <clears throat> and because she called for essentially and like a, essentially an age limit on the top end of the presidency, which I'm not against. Yeah, not against that. I do think that in general we could use a younger president than the 80 year old that we have now. Um, I think that that's actually one of the problems with another Trump candidacy is it totally removes the age argument yeah. against Biden. Yeah. Because how can you say we don't want this old man who could who literally, can't do literally could die. He, he could be dead. Tomorrow. Who doesn't know where he is or could die tomorrow. Yeah. But Trump, you know, he's only three years younger. Yeah. Right. Um, so I, I, I agree with that point. Um, and I think that, DeSantis is obviously the antidote to that, but um, she brought up those arguments, and Don Lemon's like, "Well, you're past your prime, Nikki," and I'm like, oh, "What?" Oh, <laughs> oh. Didn't go over well with his two oh. women co-hosts. Um, yeah, he apparently wants to kill, but uh, well, apparently uh, Poppy Harlow, who I, I can't stand, and Don Lemon had it out after the show. Oh, really? And she stormed off set. Oh, wow. Um, so that shows off to so a great So now he, he's made enemies with both women. Both yeah. women's. Yep. <laughs> um, elsewhere on the 2024 front, new poll out, and obviously polls this early, take it with a grain of salt or whatever, um, but shows that DeSantis now has a very comfortable national lead in the Republican Party of who Republican voters prefer to represent the party in the 2024 election. So, like I've said, I think that Trump's grip is slipping, and in order for DeSantis to win, he needs to not necessarily jump into the race, but he needs to keep keep the cookie crumbs going. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and he needs to keep legislating well, governing well down in Florida, um, and, and seeing what he can accomplish because it's going to be an interesting race in 2024. I think he has a really good chance to win it, but you, you can't let too many lowlifes get in either. (laughs) That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, I've said that the math is the problem since the beginning because, you know, Trump could have 40% and win if DeSantis only has 35 and then the rest of the 25% is split up between all these no-namers. So we'll see what happens. 
interesting story floating around today. Apparently, there's this guy named Vivek Ramaswamy. <laughs> and apparently, he is the chosen guy of the hedge fund managers, which is interesting. Um, kind of reminds me a little bit of Billions, how there's the plot where what's-his-name <laughs> runs for is going to run for president. Yeah. Um, but... What was making headlines today was the billionaire and Pershing Square hedge fund CEO, Bill Ackman, who I can't stand after he f***ed me out of so much money. Uh, <laughs> long story. But everybody, everybody knows about his SPAC. His SPAC was like, what's the, what, why can't I get the shuttle name, the shuttle that blew up? Oh, the Challenger? Yeah. Oh, that's geez. what his SPAC was like. Oh. Lost a lot of people, a lot of money, so... <laughs> Um, so I hate him, but his prediction is that this guy, Vivek Ramaswamy, is going to run for president and win. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I've never heard of this yeah, guy. So I had to look hard. into this a little bit. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this is just bull****, but it was very interesting popping around today on uh, the internets. And can you imagine having to say President Ramaswamy? Ramaswamy? No, thanks. Sounds um, like a like a good side dish. Yeah. I'll take that with a side of Ramaswamy. Well, I don't like Indian food, so. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, uh, well, we got Diane Feinstein retiring, even though she didn't know she was retiring. <laughs> no, she that didn't was, know, yeah. Great. I'm um, going to put out a statement about that later today. It's already been put out. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. She didn't say she was going to put oh, out Oh, yeah. I got to think about it. Yeah. She said, well, I'm still thinking about it, and, you know, we'll see. And then her staffer's like, no, we already put the statement out. <laughs> so, um, Biden gaffe of the day. Got a good one here. Roll it. And you got a hell of a new governor in Westmore, I tell you. He's the real deal, and the boy looked like he can still play. <laughs> he got some guns on him. Oh. Could you imagine oh. if a Republican oh. had called the black governor... Boy. I didn't know that we were on Candyland. <laughs> <laughs> Is he gonna put him in the hot box? Oh my god! <laughs> it was like an it, it was, was. Like Django out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Last but not least, so today we ran a uh, column on town hall from Senator Rand Paul. Senator Rand Paul wrote about the threats posed by gain of function research. He's been particularly strong on that. Great column. Highly recommend you to head over and read it at townhall.com. But the reason I bring it up is because, you know, we've been talking about how big tech does these things behind the scenes that are mostly out of the public eye and don't get recognized, but they are censorship. And so the way that they do this is they put what's called a flag on a particular story. Mm. Once that flag is applied, ads stop serving. So no money is to be made on that article whatsoever. Well, <clears throat> this article was flagged by Google for, quote, unreliable and harmful claims. Now, they don't ever tell us what the actual unreliable and harmful claim is because all of this is done by robots, which makes the error rate even worse, right? But... My favorite generalization they have in their, uh, basically, um, qualifications for the unreliable and harmful flag is, quote, 
makes claims that are demonstrably false and could significantly undermine participation or trust in an electoral or democratic process, or promotes harmful health claims, or relates to a current major health crisis and contradicts authoritative scientific consensus, right? Yeah. Or, and this is the last part, which is even worse, but this isn't what applied to this one, but this one is even worse, contradicts authoritative scientific consensus on climate change. And we've had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of articles that have been flagged like this, but the reason we bring this up is because if they can flag an article or a column written by a sitting U.S. senator as just being totally unreliable and harmful, even though everything in there is basically a fact. Yeah. <clears throat> and they can rob us of the money that we should have made on this well-trafficked column. This, you know, is why it's so important that we have the direct support of our members. And so yeah. we're going to have, a, you know, more recurring segments where we tell people who are supporting us, yeah. the so many VIPs that we have here yeah. on Triggered, why what they're doing in funding us is so important. Yeah. And so we, uh, you know, the reason that we can publish these kinds of things and not have to worry as much is because of our VIP members. And so that's why we do what we do. So, and uh, when Senator Rand Paul holds a hearing on big tech, this is going to come up for sure. So, um, so yeah, if you're not a VIP yet, we'd love to have you. Of course, you can go to townhallvip.com, use the promo code censorship to get 50% off money back guarantee. As always, you'll be directly supporting what we're doing and trying to tell the truth, and you'll get a ton of extra content doing so, and I promise that you will love it. So um, we hope that if you are off Monday, you have a tremendous President's Day weekend. I will be relaxing uh, cannot wait. Me too. And uh, we will be back here on Tuesday, unless World War Three has started. In that case, we'll probably be well, vaporized. No, no, we'll still do it from <laughs> with, our, with our dying breaths from radiation poisoning. <laughs> yeah. We'll get it to yeah. Mr. Producer. Um, <laughs> maybe World War Three next week. Maybe not. Fifty-fifty. Yeah. Um, and so, but if not, we'll be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Trivia. See you then.